Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Oscar Arana. I am your host, and welcome to the Film Garage Podcast. I wanted to get started today with uh, just a big welcome to everybody who's actually subscribed to the uh, to the website. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. You've entered into a chance to win a pair of movie tickets, and um, I'm going to be giving uh, those away pretty soon. So just uh, hang out, you know. Um, I'll be also sending some emails on any updates on the podcast and all that good stuff. So you'll definitely be in the loop on what's going on. So. Um, since this is the month of October, um, I'm thinking probably next week or the weekend after that, or the week after that, excuse me, um, I'll be doing a, uh, podcast on, uh, a scary movie, a horror film. So, um, I haven't started the search yet, but if you have any su- suggestions, shoot me an email, um, Oscar at filmgaragepodcast.com and, um, I'll definitely take your, your, um, suggestions into consideration So. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking about wall street, the stock market and all that good stuff. So, um, specifically the movie money monster. So before we get started, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about myself and my experiences and, and how, and how well or poorly I've done in the stock market. (laughs) So I've invested, um, the stock market in general, it's not something that people, uh, that don't have the stomach for it should do. And, uh, because it just moves so quickly back and forth. Um, I myself have lost and gained a lot of money. Uh, believe me when I tell you that those were the hardest dollars that I've ever had to earn back (laughs) that I've lost. Now this doesn't include the fees for trading either. I've watched the show on MB, MSNBC that talk about stocks and values and and which investments I should buy. And honestly, I never really trusted them because maybe in long-term investments, they would work. But um, for what I was doing, which was short-term investment or spot trading, they never really worked out. So um, maybe I'm the impatient kind. And because keeping money in a stock market for more than a week was too long for me. It just, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. So, you know, now obviously I'm not a financial consultant and honestly, I don't know anything about how the stocks and bonds work. So, you know, don't take my advice because I won't, I won't be giving any, um, all I'm telling you is in my own personal experience on my investments and the majority of them have turned out bad because I would invest based off charts and traction off of which, you know, was a terrible idea. Now, um, I have professionals that know what they're doing and, and they invest my money and I have other investments as well that keep my, my portfolio balanced across the board. So, you know, they, they take care of all that stuff for me now. So, you know, I thought I'd share that little bit 
with you and, and uh, just based on my experiences, um, you know, what I've gone through and, and uh, who knows, maybe, maybe I'll jump back in the market eventually in the future. But, you know, for now, I'm going to stay out of it myself, you know, um, as personal investments go, I'll keep that to, to uh, the people that know what they're doing. So um, Money Monster stars George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Uh, Clooney is a host for a show called Money Market that suggests, you know, which stocks to buy or sell. So that's kind of how I related, you know, my story to to uh, this movie because, you know, essentially the way it starts, it's, um, you know, this TV show. So Julia Roberts uh, is his production manager for the TV show. Clooney is like this eccentric host that has like dancers and um, it, it's kind of funky the way it starts. Um, but I guess every TV show now has to have a, I guess I would call it a gimmick because that's how you keep people interested, I guess. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, a company called Ibis, I-B-I-S, Clear Capital, that Clooney has recommended on the show tanked in stock prices because of a glitch in their algorithm. So as he goes on air to talk about what happened, a delivery guy interrupts the broadcast and takes Clooney hostage and puts a bomb on his vest, on his chest. So, uh, you know, it takes the show from like being really funky, really funny into this like serious situation. So the attacker insists that they keep the broadcast feed live. So everyone can watch the message that he has for everyone. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, the message is he was a shareholder for this company called IBIS, IBIS clear capital. And the week before the company lost, um, there was like $800, $800 million in value. So, uh, Kyle, the guy who takes the show hostage, um, he sort of like just becomes or wants to become the representative for everybody that's lost money. Um, so it's pretty sad. Uh, they actually f find his girlfriend, uh, Kyle's girlfriend, and they put her on the show. And it's like the worst idea possible because, um, you know, even though she's carrying his kid, um, he, he, uh, he's pretty much just told by her that he's like the worst person in the world. Like, why would he do this instead of like trying to like calm him down and get him off the show? <laughs> she pretty much just makes everything worse, which, um, ironically was pretty funny. They figured out the algorithm that was responsible for the glitch wasn't actually at fault. It was actually uh, human error, or at least that's how it was made to look like. And it turns out that there was a 90% drop in value, uh, volume trading, excuse me, the day of the crash. So Robert's character figures out that it had something to do with the leader being in South Africa, uh, leading a minor strike, which is where the owner of IBIS was, uh, I-B-I-S. So, um, the owner said that he was going to be in Geneva at this time, but, uh, he was actually in South Africa. So for some reason he lied. And now Robert's character is trying to find out why, um, Walt is the leader of Ibis. He's the, he's the owner. He's the guy that, uh, is essentially responsible for everything that, that that's happened with, uh, this money being lost. So 
he agreed to an interview um, and he realizes Clooney and Kyle are the ones who will do it. So um, they actually find, find, find out, excuse me, that Walt took the money and invested it in a platinum mining company in South Africa. So he bought low in hopes to sell high by bribing the union leader of the workers named Mambo. Um, it turns out he couldn't be bought and the stocks for the platinum company fell even further. So Cal takes the vest off Clooney and uh, puts it off, puts it on Walt. Um, so it just becomes like this epic like standoff because now at the point, now at this point, he's uh, Kyle is trying to find out, um, is trying to get Walt to admit that he did wrong. So, um, and that he actually didn't mess with people's money. So Kyle throws the bomb trigger. He was carrying this whole time to Walt. And essentially Kyle is shot by uh, the cops. And he's pronounced dead at the spot. So earlier in the movie there was a scene where uh, Clooney and Kyle were at the studio. And Clooney decides that since he got the interview... Um, that he was going to take Kyle with him and uh, they essentially just walked down the street to where they're supposed to meet Walt, the leader of Ibis. And they have this whole SWAT team like following him and Clooney still has his vest on. So uh, in the, in the middle of the walk, when they're having this conversation, Kyle admits that the the bomb is actually fake. There's uh, I think he said there was like baking powder in it or something, something like that. So, um, you know, after that moment, you, you quickly get a sense that Kyle was extremely angry at the world and he had no way of really expressing himself in a positive way. So he obviously made some really, really bad choices and, you know, ultimately led to his death. So um, it's a thriller. It's there's there's a little bit of action in it, but uh, ultimately it falls under the umbrella of a drama. And I liked it. I like those kind of movies. Um you know, if you come late into this film, then um, you might not understand the whole story, which in this case, this movie is is one of those. So, um, you know, I definitely recommend that you watch it and, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and put some links in the blog post so you can check it out. Hey, if you have a movie or TV show you want me to talk about, shoot me an email to oscar at filmgaragepodcast.com. And if I choose your email, I'll read your comments on the podcast and talk about the movie or TV show of your choice. If you want to listen to previous episodes, check out filmgaragepodcast.com. For the latest updates, follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I'll provide the links on my site. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. Let's help build and grow this community together. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and have a great day.